Hey, I'm Raina. And I'm Nikki. This is our podcast where we're talking about how healing yourself includes tapping into your intuition. With a few laughs and some sage advice. To help you see that all the answers are inside of you if If you you just just shut shut up up and listen. listen. Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's podcast episode number 011. We want to thank Carl Ra Ross at Understand Health for being our most incredible podcast producer. Thank you, Carl. For making us sound so good. And today we're talking about the many ways that sustainability relates to our wellness. So Nikki, this is pretty well, this is your turf, man. It seems to be. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. Years of experience brought me here. Well, and giving a shit. And giving a shit. Yeah. Yeah. And just uh, researching the hell out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> ever-changing, right? Like, mm-hmm. as our planet's shifting into uh, what-the-fuck-a-clock because, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> humans seriously suck. <laughs> it's, 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 it's getting messy out there. It sure is. No pun intended. It's getting messy. Like, we, we are really at the point now where we're facing <clears throat> years of poor choices and not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say not giving a shit. That's not really fair. We didn't, we couldn't see what we were doing, Mm -hmm. but now that we're seeing it, we're realizing we have to like change our path, right? Mm -hmm. But then the overwhelming part is where the wellness comes in. Are we like backpedaling now then? Yes. Trying to? Yes. And no. Right. Because there's different things that are happening. There's, um people who are just simply overwhelmed and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to use the word apathy because that's not quite fair either because it's apathy means you don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Where in this case, it's when you're so overwhelmed, you're almost paralyzed because okay. yep. it's so bad. I'm one person. What what difference does it make if I do that mm-hmm. when we're not just one person? Like collective. if we're collectively, yeah. Yeah. we are recognizing it's a thing and it's just like we can only ever do the best we can do in that moment, right? With each little decision that comes up, make that better choice. But... I mean, it's, it's all of it. It's the anxiety. It's the, the pollution that's, you know, polluting our water, polluting our soil, polluting the things which is part of our fuel and our air. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all contributing to overall wellness right into the practices we carry into our life as, you know, whatever age that looks like for us as we, till we get to our dying days, right? And <clears throat> it all counts. Mm-hmm. So whether it's sustainable, I recycle today, sustainable, I'm, I, I have the ability to maintain these better choices, mm-hmm. like sustaining, I can sustain it instead of going really radical for a bit because you're so overwhelmed, you're just doing all the things, but the pace of your life doesn't allow for you to do that. So you can't right. stay on board with it. And then it's unhealthy because and then you're shame spiraling because right. you can't do it. So it's, one step at a time yeah. and making those changes as they come up. Like you can't backpedal. Like the mm-hmm. saying is don't trip over what's behind you. Mm. You, you, whatever unsustainable choice you made either a, before you weren't aware or B, because that day you just didn't give a shit. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. It's, done. it's done. You can't change it. Yeah. So as each thing comes up each day, deal with it that day. Mm-hmm. And they just have those little talks with yourself. And when later, if you kind of go, Oh, retrospect, I could have done different. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Make a note of that. So exactly. guess what? That decision's going to come up again totally. and you'll have a better toolkit of what to do in those moments. And 
let's face it, there's things we're doing that we think are good now and we're going to learn aren't good, but we can only do based on what we know now. Exactly. And that's still considered great. Mm -hmm. It was the best decision you could with the knowledge you had at that time. Mm -hmm. Good job. I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, where do we start with that? Yeah. How do you dissect this like for people? Um, I mean, because there's so many as an things within that word. Yeah, you know. I mean, no, there's like sustainability means so much, mm-hmm. and like the the web of it, like it's all interwoven. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, really, if you're if you're truly looking at sustainability, you ha- you have to look at all of it. But you know, the scope of your own personal vision may not be as vast as the next person's because we're all just you know what we're walking through in our own truth, right? Um, I'm really fortunate because I do it as a coach for people. Mm-hmm. So I get to see everyone's Absolutely. perspective at it. And, um, you know, the, the things that bring people to my front door are generally, and I mean, at a certain point it'll overlap. So generally the kind of the, the jump in point for the sustainability conversation is either environmental, social, I've identified the planet has a lot of garbage and I don't want to participate in that. I want to reduce my waste and I want to be accountable. Mm -hmm. The other is, um, I'm emotionally or spiritually troubled by what's happening on our planet right now. And I need some practices in place so that I can cope with it. Okay. So, and where those overlap, right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I find one of the, the biggest things that we would think would be separators or actually uh, things we actually have in common is um, our younger clients that are coming into the store are overwhelmed because like, what are they planning for? Like the planet's Mm -hmm. fucked. Like what are they putting their efforts in for? And the more mature people are feeling a regret, shame because uh, they are the creators or part of the creation of the mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's kind of dealing with their That's own level really interesting. of what's happening with it. But at the, at the kind of, when you break it down to just feelings, the feelings are negative and they're poor. Yes, and yes. So it's like, okay, that's good. Let's feel the feelings. But we have to get to a point of solution oriented mm-hmm. in a way that's sustainable. Like there's the word again, sustainable. So it's using sustainable practices to find sustainability. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. So I don't know from there. So like, what does it look like when, when someone learns something and you can tell they're just like in feelings, like what? Cause, cause obviously you want to like hold space for them to do that. But then it's also like, Hey, like now game plan, right? Like what's Mm -hmm. the end game here? Cause you can't just sit in that guilt or that whatever. Yeah. Forever. And my, recommendation at that point is based on the situation we just we dissected to that bit okay if you could do that again how would you do it this time right okay like let's look at that it's done if you could do it again yeah how would you do it this time yeah okay great now you know if that situation comes up this is what you'd rather do it yeah and that's great yeah good job it means you still learned from it true you did great and for all the times before that that you did it before you knew it was a problem don't worry about it you Mm -hmm. didn't know it was a problem don't put that in your backpack and carry it around Mm -hmm. all day so it's going to paralyze you from making better choices Mm -hmm. and you'll be too focused on um what's behind you to be proactive in what's present yeah and um those are the moments that are the most the most relevant now is what's happening right right now now. yeah and it's literally the simple choices we're making every day like and that's where the the things count is like in that moment before you purchase 
last time I purchased something like this, did I actually use it? What's the motivation behind me purchasing this? Is it mm -hmm. a feelings or is it a need? Mm -hmm. How's it packaged? Could I select one that's packaged better? Mm -hmm. And those are the little, like they're, they're small things. Yeah. And if it's something, like if you find yourself in a mental place where you're just shopping because, you know, oh, retail therapy, I need to fill myself with happiness and it's going to be something you don't even, it's not impacting your life in a positive yes. way. Maybe that's maybe more of a time to just kind of sit with yourself mm -hmm. and think before you hit the mall with yep. your credit card. Yeah. And then the days you hit the mall with your credit card, be kind to yourself. Totally. It, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. That's yep. making me think of, so like awareness is obviously the key there. And that's making me think of a blog I have about willpower because it's people talk about that with me all the time where they're talking about like junk food or sugar or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, I just, I just don't have the willpower to eat well. And it's like, you don't need willpower. It's just in that moment where the, where the pastry or whatever is like calling your name, just be like, how did it feel last time I ate that? Do I want to go there again? Mm -hmm. Like, you just have to ask questions to yourself and yeah. just be present in that moment and be aware. And then after that, it's all just like, you have a choice. Yeah. You just, you have the choice. Yeah. So it's not, there is no willpower required. It's just mm -hmm. like, let's just, let's just think about it for a sec. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. Yeah. Look at us overlapping again. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so what, like if you, if people come in and they have like, like, do you have people come in and they have like a lot of anxiety about this? Like, yeah. And a lot of the times they don't even know that that's what the anxiety is about because okay. yes. they're just carrying anxiety. Right. And that's where I, I come in and just start asking the, the, the questions like um whatever like each situation is so unique and some people come in and they're like i was googling mm -hmm. and this brand came up because i'm you know waste conscious or i'm in like i'm involved with wellness so these products came up and that's where it, that comes in for me to ask the questions to find out more about where they are with their own sustainability mm -hmm. like everyone is stepping in at their own place some mm -hmm. are like just stepping in others are like they're part of the, like the completely reduced waste mm -hmm. and so they they're teaching me a few things on how to do it better and um everyone in between so it's asking those questions and <clears throat> helping them like dig through the anxiety and feelings they're having to help quite like pinpoint it more mm -hmm. because um with the like kind of abstract version of sustaining and sustainability is they're coming into, in my case, a beauty store where at home they have a box full of beauty products they're not using mm -hmm. because they were the wrong thing that they bought for, you know, pick A, B, C, D, E reason, whether it was an emotional buy, uh, an oversell, because people get oversold a lot in beauty, mm -hmm. um, uh, like a, just a poor recommendation or as I, I always say, like people shouldn't be allowed to free range shop because mm -hmm. we just buy the wrong things because the communication around right. beauty products is so poor. So you get home with said product, doesn't fit your lifestyle, doesn't, mm -hmm. doesn't work, doesn't, the texture's wrong, like whatever, like in certain multiple reasons under the sink or into the drawer it goes, head back to beauty store because mm -hmm. you haven't managed your concern or mm -hmm. problem then to get to said beauty store and discover that that concern may not be the concern you think it is. Mm. Next thing you know, you're either A, going home with the right product with the instruction how to use it or mm -hmm. no product at all. Mm -hmm. 
that's sustainable. Exactly. And there's no anxiety around that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for when you get home and you still haven't dealt with the stuff in the sinks and drawer and it's triggering more anxiety, but that's another podcast. It's a whole other thing. Because we have to move through what we have too, mm-hmm. right? Do you and think doing Do you think greenwashing is like like what's your opinion on that? Um strong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do tell. Um it's like the whole like shades of. Yeah, right. And um right now green is trendy mm-hmm. because the fear around sustainability is real and the fear around you know planetary decimation is real and um like anything else they're selling us on fear what a concept i know right <laughs> imagine um so there's like words that you can just throw on packages and make them go green you know mm-hmm. blah blah like even within beauty but it's not real uh, yeah well, it's one of those things is like don't know. pick a direction too right. right it's like okay thank you for you know using said you know thing to make your packaging mm-hmm. but you haven't in any way like had transparency to the amount of waste that happened just to get it to the shelf mm-hmm. okay thank you for somewhat managing the consumer waste right but the like manufacturing waste was astronomical right and um and that's that's that whole measure of sustainability right is like from idea to empty container yeah what's the process Mm -hmm. and that's where we need to be more specific in the questions we're asking when purchasing because Mm -hmm. um just because it looks or they put it in a green box with a barn on it, like doesn't yes. make it green. Mm-hmm. And um, even within the beauty, there's the green versus clean conversations. And they're super messy because like with one's the other, yet they're treated separate. And um, it's very confusing for people who are trying to shop in a mindful way that like, they're still in this weird place where they have to kind of choose between things. Like, okay, I don't want it to be bad for the planet, but I don't want it to be bad for me. Well, shouldn't those be the same thing Mm -hmm. to me? If there is something in it that's bad for the planet or creating pollution or toxicity, in turn, it's still like a problem. It's still a problem. So the two need need to be the same thing, but they are like observed as separate components. Like ethics are looked at separately from eco, which is separate from toxicity. Right. And it's like, um, shouldn't they all be just married together in one big pile? Mm. And the answer currently is no, they're Mm -hmm. not. So if you're not using the specific dialogue about that, you could be getting a a part of it. And don't get me wrong. There's some people that they're only interested in environmental stuff. They don't care if animals are tested on or children die. Like that's just one part of it is good enough for them. Yeah. 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 For many of us, it's like once that Pandora's box kind of opens, you're like, what? Children were hurt. Communities Mm -hmm. were devastated. And it's doing this and polluting. And oh, no, I'm really uncomfortable with all Mm -hmm. of that. I would like it to check all of my boxes of happiness and um, no harm. Like no harm, no Mm -hmm. animals no communities no not me either Mm -hmm, like I want to be healthy at the end of this too so I think the biggest thing around the the green washing is um since there's no like laws or rules about it it's kind of 
buyer beware. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have um, in mind specifically, you know, certain things about what's what that looks like to you, my suggestion would be just look at the overall packaging. Right. Just look at the overall packaging. If there's a whole bunch of it, if it's like paper wrapped in plastic, sealed with a clip, like it's just, mm-hmm. it's too much. Mm-hmm. Flip it over, look at the ingredients. If there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that just sounds like a toxic bomb, mm-hmm. chances are a whole bunch of manufacturing waste happened before it even got to you, right. let alone what the long-term health ramifications could be for you from using it. Mm. Um, and then from just go from there. It's not... Um, it's not an abstract thing. It's a slow down thing. Okay. Slow down, observe. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you will be duped a little. And I'm so sorry that that's going to happen mm-hmm. because with the trend being the way it is, um, just because you see wooden packaging doesn't mean it's right. green. It doesn't mean it's sustainable. The practices that acquired the wood, if, if it wasn't done sustainably to attain the wood or the wood's been treated with, with chemicals to make it last longer so it doesn't warp in your bathroom or doesn't discolor or whatever, that wood is not mm-hmm. green. It's not eco. It's not in alignment with sustainability because it'll, it'll take years and years and years to decompose in the landfill. So it's like choosing brands that are like treating their, their wood with water, mm-hmm. uh, bamboo, because bamboo is more sustainable because it grows so quickly. And it's just those, it's the details and don't mm-hmm. be afraid to ask questions. And if the question or the answers aren't readily available or someone doesn't know then the transparency is missing and yep. without transparency, just say no, thanks. I need mm-hmm. transparency because the more we demand of the transparency, the more companies will have to come forward exactly. with the information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So it, now this is for, you know, not your regular clients, but, um, someone that, that doesn't really know anything about this, or maybe they're like, well, I, you know, I see those pictures once or those videos once in a while on Facebook of like the landfills and the animals Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, um, like in sustainability as Mm -hmm. a whole, Mm -hmm. like what would sort of be, I don't want to say what would be the fear factor, but what would be something that you could show someone that would maybe change their mind about making certain choices? Like maybe there's like, they don't even, maybe they don't even recycle. Mm -hmm. How do I get this person to start thinking that way? Not, not that I want to change them, but how do you get Mm -hmm. them to just sort of see things differently and, and understand that like little choices Mm -hmm. can make a big difference? Uh, I really do find that this, like many other like deeper like social conversations like this is that person's going to have that moment when they have it Mm -hmm. I never you know it's like they're they're at where they're at true start them where they're at and everyone's break break in moment with it is different sometimes it's because they saw some crazy food waste Mm. and then the food waste google brought them down the leading waste industries and they're like i didn't even think about you right. know the personal and cosmetic waste mm-hmm. i didn't think about the fashion waste now that opened up for the other things but people are going to get there how they get mm-hmm. there and um do you think that facebook does it though like with those sort of not really because the joy videos. the joy of social media is people can create their echo chamber right you're given true. the information you seek yeah. And if you're constantly looking at, you know, luxury cars and luxury clothing and you're not going to see sustainability see yeah, things. Yeah, wow. And um, 
sometimes it's just that moment of um, something small will happen. Like I always like for myself, I would never uh, come at someone and say like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to, like, I Mm -hmm. super want to, like, I'll use the example. Like there's, there's uh, some offices just up the street from the green vanity. So I'm in the green vanity every day doing my thing. And every day at 1030, there's this group of people that walk by into the downtown core to get their coffee uh every day 10 30 like 10 30 set your clock 10 30 they're walking by their hands are all empty mm-hmm. and at 15 minutes later they all walk by with their single serving cup i've been watching this every for day. three years five days a week 10 30 they know they're going for yes. a coffee leaving from one destination going to another destination why the every fuck day. do you not yes. have a reusable cup that you're using mm-hmm. it's not sitting on your desk rinsing it out and it takes everything in me not to run outside and say, what the fuck is your problem? But that's not but my place. But to them, it's like office culture. Yeah. You want that disposable mm-hmm. uh, one-use cup because it feels cooler than using a reusable mug. Maybe. To me, it's not. No, not yeah. at all. But but I've, I've been there. I get it. Yeah. That's an What's office thing. My approach to that, mm-hmm. I never walk into a coffee shop without my reusable cup. Right. I'm leading by example. And if you don't bring your cup, do you just not I get, don't coffee get a coffee that day? that's wow. it there's that's, awesome. that, there's that's the choice yes. and since i love my coffee i never forget my cup <laughs> right because when i was still in waffle zone of like oh i'm gonna do better i'm mm-hmm. gonna try mm-hmm. i was only getting my I only remembered all right oh it's dirty i don't feel like washing it oh, uh, uh, excuse 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 right once i put a consequence on it for myself yeah. i never forget my yeah. cup I never forget to wash it because i love my morning coffee ritual mm-hmm. and, if and the I consequences know, I don't just, want the consequence. Yes, I yeah. don't want to like be grumpy McPants because <laughs> I didn't get my coffee and that's now going to be everyone's problem because I forgot my cup. But there's something very powerful about me pulling my cup out mm-hmm. and setting it down. And I can see the people in line behind me kind of doing that shame look like, right. oh God, I didn't bring my cup. Right. I feel maybe tomorrow they'll remember their cup. Maybe they'll see me the next day because we all seem to have our like patterns. Yes. In. So they, they see me three days in a row and three days in a row mm-hmm. I have my cup and they're like, holy shit, she can remember her cup every day. Guess what? Leading by example could lead someone to that point where they're, I need to do that too. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's doable. So I need to stop making shitty mm-hmm. excuses and just show up with my damn cup. Well, and if you're not drinking it every day, how hard is it to have a few reusable mugs like just lying around in your car? Yeah. Right. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be something that if, if you're not a, a daily drinker, that's yeah. not super hard. Yep. Again, it's just awareness and remembering yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Or even not even being attached to what you're putting it in. Cause there, there right. have been a few days where I did forget my cup <laughs> and it's like, well, I just need something to carry it in. Like I'm not fussy. Mm-hmm. Like I have a jar, a this, Mason jar, this jar will hold my coffee <laughs> like bigger than a Mason jar. Um, usually I, they're like smaller jars that I've had, like for carrying like my salad or something oh my in. Gosh, that's amazing. And like, there was one time I walked into one of the cafes I go to and I'm like, can you rinse my jar or my coffee will taste like garlic, you know? Cause but it was a salad. Dressing it was a salad before. dressing jar <laughs> and they just laughed and they did it for me. That's like, awesome. Like that's just, it is what it is. Right. And I could have at that point just said, oh, I'll have a paper, like a single use with the plastic lid or ask them to rinse my jar. What about those places I've actually been in a place before that wouldn't use my reusable cup? Like they were like, we're not allowed to do that for like health yeah. inspection um, reasons. And I was like, I'm very confused yeah. right now. Uh, vote with your dollar. Stop shopping there. Yeah. 
oh, if yeah, they're not going to if they're not was, going to was... subscribe to Crazy. reusable containers with the social climate and planetary situation we're in, fuck them. Yes, they don't get your money. Yes. Vote with your dollar. Absolutely. So I've have a few places like that where I walk in with my reusable bowl and say, you know, can I have whatever food? Because for takeout. Um, right. same if they don't have and not all the time that's one of the areas I'm working on but I'm really specific if they if they do their takeaway food in plastic or styrofoam I won't if it's paper I will um, I still do my best to remember my own because I have like uh, glass dishes with with rubber lids and I do my best to remember them but you know every once in a while you have a day and it's at that's I haven't found my hard no on that mm-hmm. so I would say a couple times a month I still end up with some paper mm-hmm. waste from that and uh I know, like within the downtown core here, I know all the restaurants that will and won't right. reuse my container. I know I just stop. Just don't go to them. I don't the ones go to them. Don't. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that makes it easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the moment when you're discovering that they're one of the ones that are, isn't participating in sustainability and you're, you're on your, t- you're on your clock mm-hmm. and now you've already stood in line and you're there and now they're, they're saying no. And you're in that moment where you're like, shit, mm-hmm. I don't really have time to walk away. Right guess what? The planet has less time. The planet can't wait for things to be like more convenient or less convenient Mm -hmm. for us. It's just make your decision, stick to it Mm -hmm. and just go stick to it. What are some of the practices that you have adopted in the last couple years that you think would be, I mean, everyone listening is going to be on a different spectrum Mm -hmm. where they're at with this, but what would be some of the like typical practices that, that people could start doing other than bringing a mug and you know glass glass foodware it's just in the moment right like when I go grocery shopping now I don't like make the 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 list and I don't like check my list the way I used to like Mm -hmm. I would go to the grocery store with my specific list of things I was going to buy and you know plan around that Mm -hmm. um and for some people that, that, that has to work because they're meal planning for a big family or whatever. And I totally respect that because mm-hmm. that's a whole it's other sustainability yep. thing, right? Yep. Where you're trying to like make that money last for mm-hmm. meals for the family for the week and you have to do it how you need to do it. But for me now, um, instead of being, these are the specific vegetables and fruits, I'm getting vegetables and fruits. Yes. And I make the decisions when I get in there based on what's wrapped in plastic. What's on a styrofoam, like who's putting styrofoam with plastic for fruit? I don't even get it, but it's happening. Yeah. So, you know, maybe there was that thing that in my heart I kind of wanted, but now I'm there and it's over wrapped. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying it. And, you know, um, I do feel bad for a couple of the managers of the local produce departments of the grocery stores because I call them out on it. I'm like, mm-hmm. does this lettuce need to be wrapped in plastic? Cause yeah. I really wanted lettuce. I've been having nothing but kale for two weeks because the lettuce is always wrapped in plastic. Yeah. And then when the lettuce has got a rubber band on it, Oh man, I'm like in heaven. I'm like, it's lettuce week, <laughs> but that's me. I'm a little bit, I'm a bit more down but- into it than, than, you know, but they would ideally tell the managers and it's going to go somewhere. Is that what you're trying to do? Um, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yes. And, um, all ideas around sustainability need to be voiced. Right. Because if no one's saying anything, yes. it's a problem. And maybe I'm the 80th person who said it that day. Maybe right. I'm the first. Right. 
maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's trying to duck and run and hide from me because last time I gave him shit for the avocados that were $2.49 each and all ripe and need to be eaten today. Today. Why aren't they marked down so I can buy lots and I can put a post on Instagram and say, holy shit, bitches, get down and get your cheap avocados. We're all having guacamole for dinner. Yeah, Yeah. instead of hello dumpster. Yeah, right. Because... I mean, these are the conversations around waste and mm-hmm. sustainability. I appreciate that there needs to be a, a measure of control on prices and things because that's, you know, economics. But at the cost of, mm-hmm. like, let's look at the resources that needed to happen to get those avocados to Canada. Mm-hmm. So lots of water, farmers, trucks, customs, mm-hmm. more trucks people employed to get to the thing to do the stuff rotting garbage right what yes sell them insane. for a price give them their chance at the two dollars and fifty cents but at what point do we like draw a line and say this is just bullshit mm-hmm. like this is bullshit that this food is just going to waste because we didn't get the full price for it because mm-hmm. if we drop the price we're setting the precedence that it's going to go on sale and people will stop buying it at regular price bullshit if someone needs an avocado for a party and needs their guacamole yeah, and they're two fifty, they're gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. If they're like ready, ripe, overripe at two fifty, mm-hmm. no one's going to buy it because True. you're not going to buy a two hundred two dollar and fifty cent rotten avocado. Right, exactly. I don't want a brown avocado at two fifty. I'll yeah, eat a yeah. brown avocado at fifty cents. Yeah, like fifty yeah, cents. I would too. <laughs> I'll cut the brown spots out <laughs> yeah, exactly. at two fifty. I'm not cutting away fifty percent of it. Like I'm not, and that's again that's the the dialogue behind like the sustaining our food mm-hmm. and on a planet where we're really starting to look back and forth at each other of like is there enough mm-hmm. food why the fuck are we throwing so much of it away and yet we were all brought up with that saying about the starving children right mm. we all know this is a thing mm-hmm. and then somehow it's just it's just not anymore mm-hmm. it's like oh you're only told that as a kid mm-hmm. but then like adults don't care Mm. like i see food waste and i'm not talking about grocery stores mm-hmm. i'm just talking about in general people's yeah. homes and restaurants like yeah. what what do you mean you don't want to take half of that dinner yeah. plate to go and finish it later like yeah. wh- why yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah well for me i don't need to because i give it to you that's true <laughs> yeah i don't need to take it because Raina eats my leftovers <laughs> yeah. uh, which is good because well, fun fact with me with the sustainability thing i don't enjoy leftovers so they're a struggle leftovers. for me fortunately for me i have a teenage son who takes care of a lot of that for me but i also me. try not to buy beyond what i know my appetite is i, I just, just don't know how we is it is it maybe just like a is it just like a north american luxury thing like i can afford to waste this food um right like oh only it's only just less some, fortunate people yeah. would i don't think people out. actually see the amount of food waste mm. that happens there isn't like in some well, of the hidden yeah yeah some of the bigger cities down in the state there's like there's like full-on like little subcultures of people who dumpster dive and pull all the I've food i've heard out. of this yeah and you know they video a lot of this stuff and the food is there's nothing wrong with the food and they never spend a nickel on groceries Mm -hmm. because they go and they're not too proud to do it and none of us should be Mm -hmm. and that's the thing is there's all these weird things about oh my god they're digging through the garbage i'm like fuck they're smart yeah why the fuck am i paying two dollars and fifty cents for the avocado when they're getting it for free yeah yeah theirs might be a little more ripe it's still free and they're doing us a great service absolutely Yet we're looking down on them because they're they're choosing to do it differently. Um, that is a big thing in the states, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, interestingly enough, with a lot of the, um, like here, like a lot of um, dumpsters and things like that are locked. Mm, because that's true. Yeah. They don't want people rummaging through them. Yeah. And I mean, I have mixed views on that. Like, I understand that, you know, we can't constantly be picking up messes from other people, too, but there's a certain amount of if people are harvesting from our garbage Mm -hmm. and and getting value from it Mm -hmm. and keeping it from the landfills isn't that more of a service Mm -hmm. granted if they're hurling it out and just leaving it all over the street it's a problem but is that happening as much as we're (sighs) led to believe exactly so yeah there's there's layers there's so many layers right yeah and how we're all interconnected with within like more urban Mm -hmm. settings yeah so, okay. Um, I think we tan- we did a tangent, didn't we? Yeah. Because we, um, I had asked you what would be some, like, the biggest things that people can do. So, like, your reusable cup. So, yeah. do you have, like, a set of dish, like, glass dishware that you Not at bring all. with you if you go out? No. Because like I've seen those, right? Like, yeah. the picnic pack or yeah. whatever. Or a backpack yeah, okay. of things Here's you need. Here's just a Nikki fucking thing. Nikkiism? Like, ugh. Nikkiism well, coming yeah, at you. Yeah, one of the things that really frustrates me about things like this is they become trendy mm-hmm. so now are you are you like a a trendy low waster like do you look cool doing it so do you have the matching bug out bag with your trendy reusables in them so you look stylish doing it does that make sense i'm rolling I, my eyes but yeah. i mean welcome to my world because yeah. everyone started slapping natural and organic on everything mm-hmm. and it's just like there's nothing mm-hmm. about this that is those things. Like mm-hmm. it just is not mm-hmm. real food. Anyways, yeah. go on. So to me, I don't need to get a fancy purse fork. Oh my God, no. I just need a fork. Yes. The fork from my cupboard or drawer at home Works is well. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guess what? I lose some of those forks, so I don't have a complete set at home anymore. And I'm not going to go buy another complete set from a store. I'm going to go to a secondhand store and buy three more forks. Guess what? None of them match. I don't give a fuck because that's sustainability. Mm-hmm. And I don't need a fancy whatever whatever container i have with a lid at home is fine mm-hmm. and the jar is fine i don't need to look doesn't need like, to look a certain way no there's right. like just doing it's cool you don't need to like have a matching set to do it mm-hmm. just do it start where you are and if that today is your fork from your kitchen and your jar from your freaking cupboard excellent mm-hmm. yeah and you don't even need a fancy like mug grab a mug and or use the mug jar. or a drinking jar. Just be mindful. It gets hot. Jar. I've had my hot mug or my hot jar. I jars. can see that would be hot when you're holding it. Yep. So mm-hmm. having a, a hot cup for hot drinks is a good idea. But in a crunch, you just need something to carry it. I hear you. So, so far we've talked about uh, environmental, social, uh, less anxiety mm. as part of the wellness thing and the shame and all of that right mm-hmm. um no one's doing it wrong like that's, well, that's a nice thing to say like no one's doing it wrong it's just try yes just try yes like the little changes you're making they matter like they they matter and you got to just trust that they matter because guess what you're not the only one who's making little tries today and mm-hmm. little tries is sustainable like people who completely like, oh my God, I'm taking everything apart and I'm going all low waste and doing the things and they're throwing away all the shit to make it look like they're low waste. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, having that garbage get put, gone through 
responsibly over the course of two years. It just all gets chucked into a landfill today mm -hmm. uh, mindlessly mm -hmm. because you're not like looking at, okay, I could take that apart, recycle that bit, do this. Maybe I could hang on to that. Someone might need to take this piece of that or how can I rethink that? And just need a little more time with that to rethink a different way to maybe use that container because we just need to rethink things sometimes. Totally. Like that one container was purchased for that. Maybe it can be used for this. So that just that quick empty because now that that whole minimalism thing is happening and um we're not taking the time mm -hmm. with our current things to determine what their longer use could be and that's another layer of sustainability of does that thing have more life in it mm -hmm. maybe as a new life maybe as a different life but it still has life in it and just because it's not what it's assigned original use was for doesn't mean it doesn't have value as something else so yeah hang on to it for a bit you never know when it's going to you know proved to be useful and I'm not saying hoard all your things like be mindful mm -hmm. containers and things like that and reach out to your people like I am you know removing these objects from my life does anyone have use for it? you'd be yeah. surprised totally yeah yeah you just gotta ask mm -hmm. just gotta ask so what about like if you because you talk a lot about aging and mm -hmm. your perspective on beauty and aging so mm -hmm. how does sustainability and and practices within that tie in with with that with that piece so much like that's there's so many layers to that one too um i think one of the biggest things with the aging in our culture is the amount of products that we are convinced that we need because aging is like bad mm -hmm. so all these different creams we need to use to look younger and all these makeups we need to wear to cover it and Many of us are buying them at low points, but not actually welcoming them into our world for everyday life because we don't actually want them, mm. but we're doing it because we're supposed to, or again, we purchase it at a low point, like when we're really feeling the consequence of being told our whole life, this aging mm -hmm. thing is bad. Mm -hmm. And then when we get to that point in our life where we're feeling we are now in this age group or we've seen signs of aging, so we must be that now because we've been labeled mm -hmm. as that so now these are the products we need to use because you know aging's offensive so let's let's not do that these creams are so important which let's face it we've all learned they're not working so why mm -hmm. are we still buying them mm -hmm. um so it's taking on those practices of self-worth of positive dialogue of um like positive self-care rituals. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, if, having a, a nice skin routine is important. Like, I'm not denying that. Like, we do need to care for our skin. Different times of our life, we need that nourishment. We need the, the things in our skin. And we need to wash it. We need to do those things. But buying those few products that feel really good and that we've really embraced that mm -hmm. ritual to use them up, and to, that's sustainable. That's bringing it into our life because it's something that we're we're adopting as a practice it's mm -hmm. a lifestyle practice it's a wellness practice not a mad attempt to turn back the hands of time because we're you know frantic and scared and triggered and whatever and um insert container under the sink that one didn't work where's the next one i'm sad mm -hmm. i'm scared i'm aging buy a new product insert under the sink because it didn't work again where the practices behind it and the mantras and the breathing and the uh, calmness and acceptance and you know the work of you know getting to a place of beauty mm -hmm. 
like I always say to my clients, beauty isn't something you buy. It's something that's always belonged to you. Unfortunately, in our, our formative years, it was taken away from us. So mm-hmm. it could be sold back to us in the form of bottles and potions and creams. Oh my gosh. And um, that's so powerful. When we take that moment to just reclaim it and just just say it, I am beautiful. I am valuable. The need for the products falls away. Mm-hmm. And that's easier to sustain when it's a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll have bad days, though. Mm-hmm. The deeper I get into my 40s, I wrestle with it more because it's easy when you're, you know, insert age here to say, oh, aging, I'm going to do it gracefully. Aging, I'm going to do the thing. Then you start getting into it. You're like, okay, these feelings are not the feelings I was anticipating. Right. And maybe I do want to do this or maybe I do want to do that. Or, you know, you start thinking about it differently, but it's taking those moments to just stop, breathe, Mm -hmm. reclaim. Mm Mm-hmm. Or adopt a way that helps you do it. Like for me, aging disgracefully is my my position that makes me feel um, not in control. Because I know I'm not in control of it, but I'm more myself within it. Because I've always been that more off-the-cuff, rebellious person. So doing it disgracefully only makes sense, right? <laughs> I can't wait to see what this looks like. Yeah. Give me another 30 years. Like tie-dye and tutus? Tie-dye and, space and tutus, buns. yeah, space buns. And more tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that... Well, by not... It's an interesting story from something that happened to me last week. Currently, I'm rocking blue space buns, which, you know, mid-40s women usually rock the space buns that are blue. Um, and I actually had a customer in my store tell me I was too old for... Because they kind of look like pigtails, just in case people don't know what yeah. a space bun is. Yeah, they're little tiny buns on the mm-hmm. top of your head. And they were very, very cool in the 90s, as was I. <laughs> and uh, it seemed only like appropriate to bring them back in my, my mid 40s. Um, I, I was epic. listening to a 90s song, Cosmic Girl. And I'm like, I remember when I used to listen to this Aww. in the 90s. And I was wearing the space buns. So I'm like, oh, I'm wearing space buns today. <laughs> Just came and back that was like, music. yeah, that's And awesome. that was three weeks ago. And I've been pretty much rocking them every day since. And uh, <laughs> with the gray hair and the blue hair and the space buns, it's a very unique look, yeah. which I'm proud to be rocking currently yes. and uh it was really interesting when when I had this customer who like she's a client now like we we found a really cool groove together because um I'm one of those people who's really fortunate that when people say stuff like they, that to me it doesn't hurt my feelings mm-hmm. like it doesn't hurt my feelings um and I don't get defensive and I don't be like oh my god she's right I need to get you know get better back into my, my hair yeah, yeah. better go get back into my age box and um instead I just asked you know well I said something a little bit more smart ass first because well that's my my default setting I just mm-hmm. said to her oh wow that sounds a lot more like an issue than an issue me mm-hmm. because to me that was just um her expressing her um limiting beliefs on me and I was I just wasn't having it because mm-hmm. I was super loving my hair that day and I wasn't going to let someone else take that away from right. me right and so after, you know, just expressing that, you know, that sounds like a lot more like an issue than an ish me, I asked her why she felt that way. And she started tripping over mm-hmm. her words because she, she didn't know where that came from besides right. somewhere. Right. Somewhere that came from. And then I asked flat out, well, what is it that you'd like to do that you f- feel you can't do? Cool. And with more questions and more probing and more 
and holding the space space. and sharing the thing and questioning. And it's good, it's good to question our stuff because if we don't know where it came from, why are we believing it? Mm -hmm. And she ended up leaving with a sparkle eyeshadow because, and she's a little bit, I don't even know what her, I would say her chronological was a little less than mine. Mm -hmm. She'd probably done less laps around the sun than me. Mm -hmm. And she believed that she wasn't allowed to wear sparkly eyeshadow anymore. And I'm like, oh, oh, honey, (laughs) let me tell you about allowed. (laughs) If you're feeling like a unicorn's birthday party, that is, that is you. Yes. No one gets to take that away from you. And anyone that has something to say about it, maybe, maybe you should question like their role in your life right and you get to question them too just like i'm questioning you right now why do why do you feel that way and uh why do you think it's it's okay empowerment right there yeah put it so anyways sustainability (laughs) she gets to sustain her personality Mm -hmm. through her life because she's choosing to do that so yeah that is a great story yeah i'm not too old for space buds silly notion (laughs) Mm. (laughs) How do you think that, um, how do you think that we should leave this? Sustainability is in which, whichever place you're in, whether it's sustainability, environmental sustainability, picking up practices to help support you emotionally, whether it overlaps with environmental impact or just maintaining practices that stick. So you stop buying things that don't fit in it because like let's just look at beauty again like there's all of that trend behind guasa tools and this gadget if you have commitment issues and you can't commit to something stop buying the fucking gadgets and tools like that's if you can't sustain using a thing stop purchasing it if you are environmentally aware of the waste you are creating Mm -hmm. create less waste and just start with the decision that's in front of you next there's lettuce in plastic, lettuce not in plastic. Mm-hmm. Choose the one not in plastic. And I know that can open up a whole ripple of the one in the plastic's cheaper. I understand. Mm-hmm. Maybe buy one less thing at the grocery store today so you can afford right. the one not in plastic. Mm-hmm. Do, do ways the best to do it. you can. That's all you can do is the best you can. Each decision, just slow down. Don't go running, mock 10 with your hair on fire into the grocery store. Oh, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. I need to buy these 82 grocery things. Just grab, grab, grab. I forgot my shopping bags. Chuck, chuck, chuck. More plastic, more plastic. It's like, it's chaos. And yep. it's and it hasn't even started yet. And it just hasn't. In there. And then you just created more anxiety for, for yourself, yourself right. in the process. Mm-hmm. If you get to the grocery store and you're you're like all frantic, take a moment in your car before you go in. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath. Set an intention. Go to the trunk. Get your reusable bags that are in the trunk instead of on the front seat with you so they're always forgotten. <laughs> get them in the front seat with you so you remember them. Get into the store and do the best you can with mm-hmm. each thing you pick up. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's just make your best decision each time. And little tries are sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Little tries. They count. And um, it, it's all like each little thing has its ripple effect, right? If everyone at the grocery store is buying the one that wasn't in the plastic and all the one in the plastic gets left behind, 
the produce manager is going to be like, holy shit, all the ones in the plastic were left behind. That was a lot of waste and that cost us a lot of money. Maybe next time we should buy the ones and make sure we only have ones without plastic available because we would be able to sell more Mm -hmm. and we'll attract more money that way and have less waste. So we literally have the power to create change because if we don't buy it like that, mm-hmm. they can't, they won't, they'll stop selling it like Absolutely. that. And like, that's just the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like even within what I'm doing, when people come in and they do a quick scan of my store and they're like, anything that's in a box is not getting purchased today. I'm like, excellent. Thank you. Because that's the small changes yeah. that it requires. And every, everyone who is overwhelmed and saying my, my decisions don't matter you have no idea how many other people are dealing with the same decision you are every day combined. It's making a huge difference. We just don't see it Mm -hmm. because we're, we're by ourselves in the grocery store struggling or we're by ourselves in whatever environment struggling with it. And, uh, but trust, trust that you're not the only one doing it. Just trust it. That's great. Yeah. And stop using the goddamn single serve coffee cups at ten thirty in the morning. Please bring your reusable mugs. Yeah, I just for me that's one of the ones that just blows my mind. Like, if it's if it's that routine, mm-hmm. at, at at a certain point when it's that routine, you need to just be accountable. Yes, like just be accountable. Like tomorrow's a new day. You can't say tomorrow's a new day three hundred sixty five days later. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, today's the day. Start today. What's that quote? It's um. One day or day one? Ooh. You decide. That's great. I know. Today's day one, not one day. One day I'll do that. No, day one. Day one is now. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. I totally stole that from the internet. I don't know who said it. Sorry. Insert person who quoted that here because that totally was a hijack that inspired me greatly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>